very warm welcome to each and every one of you beautiful people taking the time out to sit stand walk whatever you're doing whilst you listen to this podcast with mindful moments uk so this is episode two of series two and that lovely music is a fabulous backdrop and beginning to our podcast series Written and composed by RWB and Alan Ball, part of the family, so it means a lot. So this evening, we've got a quadruple team coming at you, and we have got myself, Tor Wormsley, mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher. We've got Alan Ball, excuse me, <clears throat> and we've got Brooke Elias and Taylor Elias too. So feeling very, very lucky to have you guys on board all together tonight. It's the first of us all being together, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hello. It definitely is the first time we've all been on together. Yeah, and this is so clever, isn't it? Because, you know, we're at different places in the country. Well, me and Alan are in the same one, luckily. But, you know, we're in three different parts of the country and here we are. Like getting together in this way, it's fab, isn't it? We are in the 21st century now, Tor's <laughs> <laughs> still got a gramophone player, record player. I thought we just did it with cups and and uh, wall and pipes, what, like tin, tin, cups and strings, tins with a string. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that did work. It did yeah. work. <laughs> Need a well, long I'm, bit well, of string. Our, our grandma still calls. A computer, a typewriter. So, <laughs> true. Yeah, that's Some weird. people aren't out of the woods yet. So, we're learning. <laughs> we're learning. So, a very warm welcome to you all. And I thought it might be a really good opportunity to um, to really explore and find out a little bit about each and every one of you. We come together as a team, and I'm honestly so grateful to be surrounded by your loveliness. I really feel like it's a great privilege. Not only that you're so lovely and you're part of the family, but you're actually really, really clever as well. So I had tried to become self-employed as a mindfulness trainer many years ago, and I then went back to full-time work because I wasn't getting any work in. It's nothing to do with my skill as a teacher or anything to do with mindfulness. It was that I just didn't know what to do or how to go about it. And then... We've collaborated over the last few months and I really feel like we're starting to make our tracks. I'm starting to receive a lot of interest and it really is majorly down to you two guys, Taylor and Brooke, and also to Alan for the production side of it. Oh, thanks. So let's first of all um, introduce yourselves and also I think obviously, you know, who you are, where you are. We've done a little bit of that before, but maybe just a bit deeper and also in what way you came across mindfulness and in any way that you've been touched by your own mindfulness experience. Well, let's move over to Alan, I think, because age before beauty and all. Oh, oh <laughs> thanks very much, Taylor. You're a lovely lad. So I'd introduce you in the right Sometimes. way. Sometimes. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, right, okay. So I'm Alan, Alan Ball, uh, the composer of, uh, well, one of the composers of our theme tune, um, which has been played endlessly in this house because I love it. A bit biased, yeah. a bit biased. But um, I'm kind of the production side of things, aren't I? At all? I, keep, mm-hmm. I take care of, I take care of the podcast production. I take care of uh, audio type things and and occasional video type stuff. So I'm that. I'm, I'm but, the I'm the tech guy and composer of the yeah. new bit of music that's coming. Uh, oh, the new bit, <laughs> oh, the new bit of music. Yeah, uh, that's for that's for the um, your mindful movement, though, isn't it? Your shibashi. Um, classes that you're going to be doing. Uh, there's going to be some music made by my, myself for that one. Um, so that's um, <clears throat> what I do. Mindfulness, how it's touched me. Um, I've got to confess, I haven't done an eight-week course. You can all boo, boo, boo me if you like. Boo, boo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. I haven't done an eight-week course, but what I what I have, how it's touched me is that because I'm living with Utah, is that um, I've kind of just dipped my, my toes in, in it every now and again when I've heard you doing it and you've occasionally had me do a little meditation with yourself. Um, and I feel the benefit. I do feel benefits, but I will do an eight-week course so I can feel the full benefit of it. How's that? I will do it. That's what they all say, Alan. Are you actually going to do it? I will actually. I will. I will do it. <laughs> it's It's... I'm going to say it's a silly excuse, but I'm going to put it down to saying <clears throat> I haven't had time to do it. Yeah, I know. Well, that's again what they I know. all say. That's the old chestnut, I'll, I'll, isn't it? I'll the give old... you some credit though. You're doing you're doing a 365 day course living with her, right? So, well, there you go. Yes, I live in the house of mindfulness. So, but can yeah. I just say that anybody that sits and spectates around a swimming pool doesn't necessarily mean that they can swim. Oh. All right, then, well, that's Ooh. enough. For, that's so that's enough. fine. That's, yeah. that's okay. good. I mean, that's very, very honest. I'm being honest. I'm mm. being honest. I could have said <clears throat> I've done two eight-week courses <laughs> and I, I meditate every morning at 7.30 in the morning and then I maybe crop up and do another one. So Truth I, is good. The truth, the truth, is, truth good. is good. The truth is good. And I will do one. I will do one. So let's have a little, uh, let's have a little uh, listen to now. Brooke, let's go over to Brooke and, and ask Brooke the same things. Me? Um... So I'm, oh, I don't know where to start, living in St. Albans. Um, I I don't really know how I've helped, really. I just help in lots of different ways, a bit of the mm, marketing communications side of things, a bit of uh, designing, designing, yeah. Um, just a mix, really. I just help out, you know, whenever you need something, I'm, I'm making sure that I'm there to help where I can. Um. Yeah, were you gonna? Yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, you you really helped tonight because we were doing this podcast in a certain way through the phones and whatever, and you just very simply said, "Why don't we just do this?" And straight away, boom, the sound was incredible, and the four of us turned up. So, really, don't underestimate out just how clever and how helpful you are, Brooke. Oh, thank you very much. I'm glad I can help. <laughs> um, well, I'm, well, I'm Brooke. Very helpful. Thank you very much. Um, so, You're so in smart. Terms of mindfulness. Right, my go now, Taylor. In terms of mindfulness, um, I I did do an eight-week course with you, I think, when you first started. Um, I didn't really know too much about it, and it was all very new to me. Um, I wasn't very good at committing time to actually doing some of the practices outside of the course. 
but I definitely did feel the benefits from it and I felt like I was very much more aware of what I was doing and decisions I was making um I then didn't I dabbled in mindfulness but I didn't really put too much focus on it because again like Alan I felt like I was too busy I didn't really have the time um recently though I've I've been doing it a lot more and for me it's just been incredible I think as well with the whole lockdown going on um being able to just I think understand it more as well it's it makes such a difference when you do it and you understand why you're doing it and what the benefits really are and stuff so so yeah I'm I'm hoping to get a lot more involved in it going forward Mm. yeah and I think you've really um hit a good point there Brooke and it's it sometimes reflects on me as a teacher if I hear somebody say to me um you know when you taught this or when we've done that I obviously would perhaps wonder maybe was that person in the course not engaged at that point or not listening at that point but it also is really really helpful for me as a teacher to hear that to think well actually how clear was I during the teaching of that course because obviously I I keep and you know I continually train I'm on this third year of a master's degree in mindfulness based approaches so for me any mindfulness teacher should be continuing this self-development, shouldn't they? So we can always just mm. question, actually, how clear was I? Did I, you know, did I give you that right message? Because very early on, Brooke, I mean, I hadn't really taught that much. Yeah. But now you've taught I, loads. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So, so you develop all of the time. <laughs> Um, so me as a teacher is developing all the time. So every time somebody comes to a course, and let's face it, you could have come to the first course and then come to the eighth course and have a very different experience. And for me, that's the, the golden nugget of what mindfulness is, this this continual layering of developments. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to your next eight-week course. And it's going to be lovely to have you on it, Brooke. And Taylor. Thanks. Yeah, great. So, um, <laughs> good intro. Yeah, great, Brooke. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, so, uh, my role within the organization of Mindful Moments is I help with the websites. I help develop and write all the Python and uh, really complex coding behind the website by dragging and dropping shapes into place. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, it's, it's, it's super stressful and su- super technical. Um, you know, uh, I should be paid a lot more, but I'm, I'm not. I do it out of the kind of kindness of my heart. Ooh, <laughs> uh, one day, one day we- yes. And I, and I, I don't think there's any know. need for that dig, actually, Brooke. If we reflect on what he's received so far and what's coming in the future, but anyway, let's move swiftly back I, to him. Well, no. To be fair, anyway, um, we will not disclose my finances in, in this. It's not about that. Um, yeah, anyway. so I, do, I, do, I help. Anyway, moving forward, I help out with the website. I help out with uh, certain a- animations and um, doodly presentations and stuff like that. Uh, there to help out in the future as well. I also help out with the sales side um, and the sourcing of manufactured components assigned to retail-like things. So I'm, I'm a You're man of all many the buzzwords talents. there, Taylor. I'm a man of many talents. Uh, my turn, Brooke. Thank you. So, really, yeah, jack of all trades, master of none, how I like to put it. Um, and I have done an eight-week course. I did it 
over a year ago now, over a year ago last summer when we were before the pandemic timing. And I found it very beneficial during the time I was going through a stressful period. Um, I'd say I'm a bit, I'm out of the woods now of the stressful period and I can actually focus on, um, I guess, happiness and just chilling and being, I don't know, uh, I haven't got as much stressful things coming on. We're coming out That's of... Good. You're about to stress me out, Brooke, I'll be honest. No, I, I genuinely meant that. I was really happy for you. You need to say it with that smirk, because I can, I can hear the smirk in your voice. I'm laughing now, because it came out sarcastic, but I actually meant it. Right. I'm happy that you're happy. Uh, but yeah, with, with the... Thank you, Brooke. I'm happy that you find me happy. I don't know. Anyway, so, yeah, that, what, we, what am I talking about? So, eight-week course. Yeah, all good. I, I enjoyed the benefits. Um, would I do it again? Um, it would be to me. It would be quite hard for me to do it again because I feel like coming out of lockdown, there isn't enough time because I want to focus on all my energy on doing anything but sit still in my house. Maybe that's that's what's going through my mind at the moment. But I did see, seek the benefits. I did feel the benefits, and it was very good whenever I did it. So it Taylor, helped me sleep. it helped you sleep. Yeah, I want to um, just explore a little bit with what you've said there and I'm quite interested in you saying that you went to the mindfulness course in the first instance because you were stressed out and all right it's called a mindfulness-based stress reduction course so you came to it because you were stressed out so let's just bear that in mind and the other thing was that after lockdown um, you're going to be too busy because the last thing you want to do is to sit in your house. Now, I'm going to throw something at you, as I always do with you. You're great to have these discussions with around mindfulness because you don't necessarily ever want to become so stressed that you're having to go along to a course for stress reduction. People do, and people will continue to do so, of course. But... How about we turned it on the head and said, even before stress, while you're feeling good, is that not the time to train attention while you're feeling good? Is that not an opportunity to sit with things as they are and they're not having to be too difficult? Is that not a good way to look at it? Well, I've said it, I've said in previous episodes, Tor, that my main way of de-stressing is, um, I guess, finding escape from being inside my own head i i acknowledge that i need to learn to be with my own thoughts in a quiet environment and you know be okay with that but i always assign my de-stressing to escaping and and being busy rather Mm. than so look you can still be busy this is something really important to get out there is that when we all go back to normal life I'm going to also go back to normal life but what will happen is as I'm buzzing about and going about my business I'll have a real awareness of all of that I'll have awareness of of buzzing about I'll have awareness of busyness when we all go to that fabulous wellnergy festival together in September that's going to be a really busy time but because of my mindfulness training I will be able to really notice each and every moment or more of each and every moment as we're doing it so it's not to differentiate it's not to separate 
life from meditation. You know, my beautiful guy that I always speak about, very, very clever man, John Kabat-Zinn. Oh, about ex- extends. <laughs> ex- you know, it's an extension. Mindfulness is an extension of meditating on a cushion and then, and then, and then having mindfulness, trait mindfulness as you go through your life. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Is somebody knocking up a shed while we're on here, by the way? Yeah, I was just going to ask what, like. what, what are the background noises Pots going and pans. on? Pots and pans going and everything. <laughs> oh, really? Like, no, well, I think that's my chair. Is that your chair? <laughs> it must be, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so look, so let's come back. Let's come back to this path stop that we're on this your, evening. Stop swinging your legs. So we've got Alan, who hasn't done any eight-week courses at all. Nope. He's lived with me, so has a bit of an understanding about mindfulness. He creates the the uh, recordings of meditation, so he does listen, but he doesn't actively. So to me, he is that person that sits around the swimming pool watching people swim. So we've got Taylor that I believe is like a lifeguard, perhaps, who is at the side of the pool that's done all of the training and just hopes with more hope than hope that he doesn't actually have to get in to the water to save a life. That's that. So we've got Alan who sits as a as somebody, a spectator. We've got Taylor who's kind of involved. And then we come to Brooke who, in my mind... The shining star. The shining star has had some lived experience, actually, I think, Brooke, of how mindfulness has begun to be of service to you, has begun to be of support and help to you. Yeah, I, yeah. Sorry, go, yeah. Well, I I just, I had quite um, bad anxiety and stuff recently. And so I turned to you and the, I've, it honestly like has just helped so much. Yeah. And I know this from conversations we've had and stuff. So I, I believe that you are not only, you know, in the pool, I believe that you're starting to do more laps uh, more often. So you're actively in that that pool so hopefully people can can see that so I think what's really important is just to to come back to the basics that you do have to engage in the practice it's not merely something you can listen to um like you couldn't just go to the gym and sit in the gym and expect to get fit you couldn't sit in a car and not go anywhere and hope that you'll learn to drive So this is exactly the same. This is something that needs to be done. It needs to be practiced. So I thought it might be quite good for the four of us together to do a short practice. And also listeners, please get involved. Um, And I think we'll do a little bit of an exploration before the practice. We'll do the practice and then just a little bit of exploration after the practice. How does that sound to the three of you guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds good. Mm Mm-hmm. And we've got time for that, Al. Yeah, we've got time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, we're running at 20 minutes, but it doesn't matter if we have an extra long one this time, does it? So what I'll invite everybody to do, including our lovely listeners, is to firstly come to a position in your seat where your feet can be placed flat on the ground. So just have a little wriggle about. If you're not in the right place, then you might need to move slightly. You don't need to rush to get to this. It's best to take your time setting it up than rushing into it. 
So just really noticing the feet in contact with the ground and then just stretching the feet a little bit so you can really stretch out the soles of the feet. Noticing the touch points of the feet with the ground. And then noticing the sitting bones on the chair, whether you're on a chair or a stool, just really noticing how this feels. And then perhaps a sense of the weight of the body going downwards, so really rooted through the ground, beyond, through the foundations, rooted right through to the earth's rock beneath. So a real sense of this weighted groundedness beneath. And then sensing the height of the body going upwards. So perhaps just inviting you to grow a little bit taller through the spine. And then just softening it slightly. So sitting really, really tall and dignified. And then just softening that a little bit as well. Allowing the hands and arms to come to rest on the thighs or in the lap, whichever feels most comfortable. Sense of the head balanced on top. Tucking the chin in slightly to protect the back of the neck. So we just really set ourselves up in this posture like a container for a short practice. And now as you first scan through the body, I'd just like you to each popcorn a couple of words each as to what you notice in the body at this moment. Do you notice any fizzing, any sensations? What do you notice in the body at this moment? So just noticing what you notice. Anybody, just a couple of words? Uh, I feel a bit, I guess, every. you know that time where, as you're just about to go to sleep and you're mm-hmm. in that really comfortable position where uh, there's no more shuffling around you found your comfy position mm, mm. um I, that's how i feel mm-hmm. i have a bit of a fizzing in my head because i i think it's the first time i'm really noticing it today because i've had i haven't stopped really until now so so a fizzy head did you sell busy head so both actually busy fizzy okay great thank you <laughs> al any any noticings just that um felt my back Really, I was I was trying to get a nice posture with my back, and eventually, um, after after a minute, I think I, I finally found a nice place. Okay, so you can carry on now. <laughs> okay, so we got <clears throat> Taylor. That's just in that kind of place before you go asleep when you've stopped fidgeting. We've got Brooke, who's got a fizzy, busy head, and <laughs> Alan, who had an uncomfortable back that's just started to find a comfortable posture. So, just returning to this sense of the contact of the body. So, zooming your attention down to your feet, both feet. As if you had a torch beaming its light on both feet, left and right. Perhaps noticing any sense of temperature. So, any coolness or warmth. And then really noticing the feeling tone. So whether you recognise it as pleasant or unpleasant or neither, it could be neutral, it may be neither. 
And now inviting you to scan that torchlight of attention up through the lower legs. Pausing at the knees, the knees which are probably bent. Noticing how these knees are in this moment. And then scanning up through the upper legs to the place where the backs of the legs are probably in contact with the surface. Really tuning into this contact, sense of contact, feeling of contact. And then spreading the awareness into the pelvic region. The buttocks in contact with the chair and really noticing this contact. The quality of this contact. And then continuing to scan this torchlight of attention into the lower abdomen. And just perhaps pausing here and noticing a sense of the breath, breathing into and out from the abdomen. And then zooming round to the back, the lower back. Noticing any achiness, any tiredness or fatigue. Day of walking, sitting, working, bending, whatever you've been doing. And then continuing this exploration up through the upper torso. Perhaps noticing the rising and falling of the chest with each in-breath and each out-breath. Scanning over around the back to the shoulder blades and inviting you to take the shoulder blades back and down. Rolling them back and downwards. And then scanning this torchlight of attention down both arms, left and right. Down through the elbows and down into both of the lower arms, the forearms. Noticing these tiny little bones and joints of the wrists. And continuing into the hands, the palms of the hands. Perhaps in contact with the legs or each other. Noticing the warmth of the contact. Backs of the hands and fingers. Fingertips and spaces between the fingers. And now scanning the attention up to the throat and the neck, the back of the neck. And then zooming the attention round to the jaw and the face. What's the expression on the face? Maybe noticing any tension around the eyes, the eye sockets, the forehead and the temples. If the jaw is tight and clenched, then just allowing it to softly open, placing the tongue slightly on the roof of the mouth. Really softening that facial expression. And then continuing just to include the rest of the head, scalp, cranium, and the ears as well, and any sounds which might be coming to the ears, the sound of my voice, the sound of this guidance. And just allowing a very soft, 
awareness to notice the natural breath flowing into and out from the body. No deep breaths needed. The natural flow of breath. And I'm inviting you to spread the awareness to a sense of the whole body sitting here right now, right this moment. And inviting you to just popcorn a couple of words each as to how you feel just as we start to end the practice. What are you noticing in your body now? Feeling relaxed. Feeling relaxed. That's Brooke. Mm. Sleepy. <clears throat> Sleepy from Alan. Mm. Yeah, an even deeper sense of what I was feeling before, but ready for the bed. Mm-hmm. And now if it's okay, everybody just blinking your eyes open if they've been closed and just allowing the body to come to a little bit of movement. Just rolling the shoulders back perhaps and shaking the hands and arms a little bit. And all listeners as well, just giving it a a good shake. So we weren't practising for very long then. And um, that's just a little bit of a taster into, you know, we're not looking for perfection. We're not looking for Zen states. We're just simply noticing things exactly as they are. So before a practice, noticing busy, fizzy head. And then after the practice, perhaps... Noticing whether there's been any settling, any soothing, any calming, with an open mind. So, anybody got anything they'd like to add before we draw this uh, podcast to a close? Well, I I nearly didn't make it through that, really, because at at one point I got to the um, arms where you're telling me to drop my arms, and then the next thing I knew... You were um, talking about face, <laughs> so I kind so you of, nodded off. I kind of, kind of, um, but obviously not because I'm still sat upright. So, um, but I just found um, I went off into a little bit of a drifted off. Drifted off, yeah. I must have, hmm. must have done, must have done. Your attention. I've got headphones off. on as well. I'm, I'm in the studio, so it's a lovely. The voice sounds lovely in the headphones. <clears throat> um. And it's that means really... it doesn't when you're not in headphones. No, it's nice and mellow in the headphones, yeah. So it just uh, <laughs> you'll be getting me into trouble, you bro. Be careful. <laughs> uh, you must say, Tor, you do have one of those voices that you know, I'd say that's that's a massive quality of someone that leads a practice. You need to have one of those voices that people can listen to for. You know, for the extended practices um, in the eight-week course, you were doing an hour and a half worth of talking. So um, it's it's great you have one of those calming and relaxing voices. Well, I'll tell you what, it goes a bit deeper than just the voice, Taylor. It's about the embodiment of a teacher. So it's about the teacher actually really, you know, going through the practice moment by moment from this place of what we call embodiment. So really feeling the practice as you're guiding it rather than just narrating it does that make sense oh definitely so that's where the this kind of calming voice comes from i suppose is actually being in that present moment with you all and brookie how's the busy fizzy 
Yeah, no, much better now. Thank you. Um, I, I do always like doing, you know, bringing awareness to things like that because I know every little bit is helping towards like being in more control and just nourishing my body and stuff. So, mm. And it doesn't take very long, actually, if you think about it. It doesn't take any very long to start to, uh, I suppose, start to settle a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's a really good way just to kind of, you know, I might I might think that I'm relaxing and unwinding by doing something when actually, um, it depends what activity I chose, but that actually might still be stimulating my brain, whereas I know full well that just by doing a short practice like that, I really am just winding down. Mm. Well, great, everybody, and thank you just all very much for joining me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this pod, you know, this podcast—it's not your normal podcast, is it? This this week, um, because if somebody was going to be doing this podcast, they really don't want to be maybe out walking and things because if they, they maybe want to take part in that that little meditation. Well, they can still think. bring awareness to the feet while they're walking. All right, okay. We do a practice not, each week and somebody driving. walks with the practice. <clears throat> no, not, not while not driving. Not while driving. That, no, that no, no. That wouldn't, no. Work. <laughs> that wouldn't have well, worked Alan, for me. <laughs> Alan, I've got to say, thank you for bringing that to everyone's attention after they've done the practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. People, people are driving now, yeah. having done the practice yeah. on the motorway, and you never know, they might still yeah. be... You know, doing it. No, well, I tell you what, we'll do. We're going to write it on the description. Yeah, we'll put it in the description. <laughs> Don't listen to this if you're driving. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, Brooke, Taylor, Alan, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I do want to put my hand on my heart and say thank you to each and every one of you for the part that you play in Mindful Moments UK, uh, starting to really be able to offer this to many, many people in many different places, and it's down to you guys helping me to be able to offer it in this way to people. So thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see you all again soon. Thank you very much. See you later. Bye now. Bye. 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 So you have been listening to a podcast with Mindful Moments UK and we look forward to you joining us again on the next one. Bye for now.